0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of Armstrong Speaks in the 2022 2023 school year. My name is Aya and I'm a senior. Hi, I'm Amina and I'm also a senior. This platform is intended to create a stronger sense of Sonder, and what I mean by Sonder is Um, realizing that everyone even strangers passing by in the street have a life as complex as your own. By doing this we highlight issues within our communities, celebrate our differences, and redefine school culture.
1: Today we have two special guests who will be a part of our conversation surrounding Indigenous Month and cultural appropriation. We would like to introduce um, Han Laotha and Carly Anderson
2: um so i'm carly anderson i am the american indian school climate and culture specialist here at armstrong and i also work with um, cooper high school
3: hama my name is hihaw loudhawk and i am a cultural specialist with the district and i work with five elementary schools in this district
0: Thank you for joining us today, guys. Um, I'd like to begin just by asking you guys about Indigenous Peoples Day. What is it?
2: Um, so, I guess we can first start out by saying that uh, we don't want to just limit it to one day. Um, every day is Indigenous Peoples Day. Um, and I also want to start by saying that um, the land that we're on right now is the uh, stolen traditional homelands of the Dakota people um so it's important to remember the indigenous people of this land every day and not just on one day um but indigenous people's day we i believe as a country officially celebrated it last year right um but slowly over the last i think 40 years um states have slowly been changing it from columbus day to indigenous people's day um just to recognize the the history and the struggles and the celebrations of indigenous people and our way of life since we are the original original inhabitants of this land um, and columbus was not how can teachers engage and celebrate
1: the holiday in the classroom
3: oh that's a good question i think a lot of the teachers i think what they how they can do that is first acknowledging the history of the native people of this land and and actually researching and looking up like it's like here in Minnesota where like where they are where they're located and teach about that teach about the the truth give the truth of what Columbus Day was and what indigenous people's day is and they can about the history of all of that and that's kind of acknowledging the, what Indigenous Peoples and what the, the tribes are working towards, acknowledging the history in everything.
0: And why is it important to celebrate
2: Indigenous Peoples Day? I think it's important because there's very little representation for Native Peoples anywhere, especially within a classroom. Um, A lot of people still, even right now, don't even think that Native people still exist. Um, There's very little known about them to some people, so I think it's important just to celebrate this day, to bring representation to people and let them know that we're very much still here. Um, We do things every day just like everyone else, um, and it's important to celebrate the history because it's important for people to really recognize that and know what really happened. Um, and I think it's important that everybody, um, that awareness is brought about it, because I feel like the more that we can educate people and the more that people know, um, I think it'll bring everyone closer together. And Mr. Young, feel free to add to any question.
3: So I, I think one of the reasons to 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 get rid of racism and a lot of that is basically to educate, you know. Racism is built off of a lot of fear and unknowing. Yeah. So allowing native people to actually teach their teach their history, teach their culture and tell their own stories, it'll start to educate the larger population slowly getting rid of the racism and everything around it because without all that then the, it's still just going to continue to be the same mm-hmm. like it needs to evolve yeah. right and that's what it's the slow progression progression is slow but it's it's a moving it's moving and it's happening
1: how can school systems reimagine in this month
3: i mean i have this idea in my head of all the schools going to like powwows and bringing dancers in and bringing Native people into the schools to teach and start showing Native films like from like Chris Erie and like Jeff Barnaby, you know, rest in peace, he passed away yesterday. And there's a lot of Native films out there that do a very well representation of who we are but that also shows the modern day Native American mm-hmm. and how we're still here, but we're actually in all these places in film, in art, in businesses, you know, yeah. the, in politics, you know, start to teach about all that, teach about the history of Native people and the real history, but then also bring it to modern times. Modern day show the polit- politicians who are in office show the films, show all of this you know, you can do a comparison of old 1800 photos taken by a white photographer, Edward Curtis and you can compare them to nowadays films or photographs by native photographers and And you can have a whole conversation about that alone you know, mm-hmm. in, in art, in style and and then talk about how all of that. How did that influence modern day America? Because it did, in many many ways. You know, and so that's Indigenous People Month. Is, month. That's what I imagine schools to be, should be doing to bring. That's how you bring awareness in. You know, allowing Native people to tell their own stories. You know, no more. You know, Hollywood telling our stories their way.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, we tell our own. You know, and it brings awareness to a lot of movements, like MMIW and all of this. That, all of this. So that's how I think school systems should.
2: I definitely agree with that too, and I I think it's important, um, especially within the school system and different teachers, um, for them to reach out to native people and, you know, have them come in and and educate people and everything. But I also think it's important. Um, for people to take the initiative to educate themselves mm. and to not um, expect native people to do everything for them, um, it I know it means a lot to me to do things like this so that you know we can we can you know spread awareness and and educate people and there's nothing wrong with that but it's it's also very nice um, when someone who may not know a lot about indigenous people or Native American History Month or Indigenous Peoples Day to um, really take time to educate themselves. Um, because that's where the real work is. You know, you can you can set aside this one day and you can set aside this one month and be like, okay, let's, let's find all the native people that we know and reach out to them and have them come do things for us. And then for the whole rest of the year, because that teacher or that principal or that school system didn't take the initiative to actually learn about it then it's limited to just that month it's limited to just that day and it's limited to just those people teaching the students and then that's it whereas if they took the time to you know actually learn these things they can they could implement them throughout you know other practices throughout the school year Um, the same thing you know they have african-american history month a lot of people just you know, it's the same thing every time we celebrate that month. Everybody learns the same thing. And it's, I really feel like it's time for educators to take it upon themselves to actually learn these things and put it in their day to day curriculum, um, just like everything else is.
0: I remember an instance where um, last year we had Johnny. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't we all, <laughs> we all miss Johnny.
2: We all miss Johnny.
0: He wasn't there on the particular day that he comes to Armstrong. So um, a school staff member had brought in um, a Native student who had questions about um, the club that Johnny had. And she couldn't answer any of the questions that the student had. So she brought the student into the equity office looking for Johnny. And I feel like... Um, if the school staff members could just be already aware of the questions that students may have, mm-hmm. then like you said. Yeah, it would yeah. make everyone
2: feel supported mm-hmm. and feel important.
0: And then speaking of history, um, what is the history behind Columbus Day?
2: Um, so Columbus Day was first celebrated on October 12, 1792 um, and people got together and decided to make this a holiday because it was the 300th anniversary um, of Columbus's landing. Um, But what a lot of people, I mean, and maybe they didn't even know this back then. I wasn't there, so I don't know. But um, uh, what a lot of people don't know is that Columbus actually never set foot in North America. He was never actually here. Um, He, like, sailed to islands around North America, but he never actually came here. Um, And it's personally important to me that this day changed because um, Christopher Columbus um, was really the beginning, I think, of a lot of really bad things. Um, And obviously looking at history, if if some things didn't happen the way that they happened, we wouldn't be here right now doing what we're doing today. Um, But it it is really heartbreaking to look back and, and just see that that's, a big part of where it began and he brought um, a lot of murder and and genocide and sexual assault, rape um, and just like wiped out whole tribes and whole peoples and um, it's important to me not to celebrate that and to change the narrative and to switch it around to celebrate the people that were affected by that and to bring awareness that even though some tribes are now gone, Native people are still here, and we should be focusing on them and not on this person who did that. Why is it personally important to
0: you guys that this day is changed and replaced?
3: I think it's personally it's important because it, it gives recognition to 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 us, it gives like and me personally, it gives recognition to my daughters and my kids. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, they're gonna grow up in a world where they'll have a month, they'll have a day that's to them. Even though I'll always teach them every day is. indigenous people say every day you're mm-hmm. you're Lakota Dakota. You wake up, you can't be anything else. So be who you are and be proud. But it, they can go and be proud in their schools and they can. They're gonna grow up in this world, which is huge steps from the world I grew up in you know and they won't have and the, the generation below me and won't have the I guess the the mental hardships that I have that the barriers that I grew up having to overcome you know I'm 44 years old and come from a Indian reservation where me speaking Lakota, which is my native language, and going to an all-Catholic school that was once a boarding school in the 80s where it was, the mentality was still to civilize rather than educate. Mm -hmm. And how they suppressed me and my cousins who spoke the language first. And how they, just the things that they do and how it made me, even to this day, like I, when I, think about it and how I have to figure out how to, okay, I like it in schools, which I really don't. I, I have this barrier up of, I hate education. I love to learn, but I hate the school system. But that's my own personal because of the things that happened to me as a child in these schools. The generations that are growing up now won't have to deal with it. They have to deal with other things, but not, not that. And to recognize and to be recognized is, is, is hugely important. Mm-hmm. After generations of not being recognized and being dismissed in other people telling our stories, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: We're telling our own stories now, you know, through through many ways.
2: And, and telling the truth.
3: And telling speaking the truth. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what that means to me.
2: Yeah, and really what a time for, you know, your daughters to to grow up and and have all all of these things happening and I, I just feel like even though so much more needs to happen um and so so many more things can be done I think just things that have been like he said the process is slow but it is moving um it it gives me even though there's still a lot of sadness surrounding a lot of things it gives me hope um to see we worked in, a, in the same school before we came to Robbinsdale. Um, and just to know that those kids are going to grow up and there's going to be continuous change um, gives me a lot of hope for them. And I just think that it's so important that this day has been changed from that because it really gives Native people a platform and allows them to really reclaim that And to set the record straight about who he was and, you know, what his people did. Um, And also, I'm losing my train of thought about what I was going (laughs) to say. I just think that a day like that shouldn't be celebrated. I really don't think that there's really an argument to celebrate that day and i would like to talk to somebody who who kind of wanted you know other than the argument that everybody says well it's history and it's like well yeah it's true but we can we can we're still gonna acknowledge the day we're just gonna acknowledge it in the right way so i feel like that's why it's personally important to me that the that the day changed because we shouldn't be celebrating him he didn't do good things.
0: I've heard claims like, you know, Columbus Day is part of Italian-American
2: mm-hmm. culture. Well, he was. Yes. He, so why are we even... <laughs> yeah.
3: And I've actually had conversations with people that would say that. And he's was like, well, why are you erasing our history? It's, a, we're, it's celebrating Italian-Americans. And I'm like, well, okay, by that aspect every Italian-American, even my a couple of my friends who are Italian-American and actually are proud to be it, you might as well acknowledge the atrocities that he did to the town those people.
4: Mm-hmm. All, all the jail. horrible,
3: horrible things that he did to those people. Enslaved them and, you know, using their children as dog food. And mm-hmm. all for, you know, for what? he, and The fact that everything around his name is a lie. Mm-hmm. And if an Italian American can can celebrate that stuff, then that I don't want to know that person because that person is uh, is not 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 worth knowing. Mm-hmm. Because those were horrible atrocities in any in in any time in any in anywhere, anywhere, mm-hmm. so that's I've had that conversation with people who have said that, and you know, again, it goes back to education. Their their response was, "Oh, I didn't know any of that."
4: Mm-hmm. I
3: was like, "You, of course, you didn't know any of that because the school systems never teach it. They teach that that song about Christopher Columbus sailing the seven whatever, making America. And the reality is, the reality is, he landed in Cuba, in the Caribbean,
4: mm-hmm.
3: never even set foot here." In Americas, you know, in the fact of a matter of, in order to dis- discover something, you have to be the first one, by their terminology.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And he wasn't the first. There was tribes there in the Caribbean, still is, and there's tribes here in America. And before, in Turtle Island, there was thousands of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's, that's what I, the conversations I've had with people, when they bring that up about, being Italian-American and stuff. and I have friends who are Italian-American and they're... They educated themselves on it and they don't celebrate um, that day. So...
0: And with that history and the atrocious events that continue to come after that, there was even cultural appropriation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in the media especially, there was so much... Um, just like caricatures of indigenous people and you know the costumes the stereotypes the narratives that we see all over and I just like to ask you guys more about the history behind you know the cultural appropriation of indigenous people
3: in order in order to talk about any of this like the indigenous people's day in cultural appropriation you have to talk about the history of Um, of this country and its relationship to Native people even before they started coming this far west out in Boston in these cities they were doing newspapers and they were creating characters and they were creating these false narratives of Native people out here in Boston in the newspapers in telling all these lies basically creating the idea in people's heads that we were just savages (coughs) and doing that it's 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 war propaganda it's you it's wartime propaganda to dehumanize a group of people makes it easier to eradicate them Mm -hmm. that's what they were doing even before they started moving west and all of that so you have to talk about that history all the way back then in in the newspapers that's that's media and everything they did and then fast forward into into the early hollywood days of old westerns Mm
4: -hmm.
3: how native people were always portrayed as the enemy and the idea around even old cartoons, I remember watching Bugs Bunny, you know, shooting Indians and singing a song.
2: Peter Pan. Peter
3: Pan. And in all these movies and how they were, there's a whole history of, of how Hollywood created this narrative. And then in the 70s, it got switched. How native people were looked at and they, they became kind of glorified. But the main characters were white men with these dressed up as native people wigs and leather shirts and leather pants and they talking fake the the language was fake they were making it up that idea still exists today when you see halloween costumes the idea that what they did and everything else it made it okay for people to dress up like that or have mascots and you know, you always hear, Oh, we're honoring yeah. you. I and mean, it's like you don't need to honor us. We can honor ourselves. We're still here.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: But again it goes back to the lack of education mm-hmm. and lack of educating yourselves and but it created that narrative, that racist narrative around native people, around native culture, the idea of headdresses goes way back as far as Curtis Edwards photographs, his black and white photographs. He would just put a headdress on anybody even though it wasn't theirs and take a picture because, you know, in photography you set the scene. Mm -hmm. All the way back then, all the way into Hollywood, putting headdresses on people and wearing the costumes, wearing it, gave that idea of, oh, we can dress up as natives. Like, no, you can't. It was like, that's, that's cultural appropriation, mm-hmm. you know? And so you, you have to talk about all that history and understand it in order to know where, why we say what we say, why we mm-hmm. protest the names, why we, every Halloween, it's like, no, don't dress up like us. Mm-hmm. Like, one, you look dumb. Yeah. Because that's not how we look. That's not how we dress. No. <laughs> that's Hollywood propaganda. Mm-hmm. And two, it's just, is inappropriate
0: mm-hmm.
3: and and isn't our culture, you know. Yeah. If you want to know, then come sit and visit with someone who's native,
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know.
0: And I just think of Pocahontas as well. Like most people don't even know that story is tragic. Like that Disney movie, ninety nine percent of it is not even real. Mm-hmm. And you know, every year we have people dressing up as the Disney princess Pocahontas, but mm-hmm. you don't know anything about that story.
3: And then if you and Carly could probably speak to this, but the whole idea from way back then and how they glorified and romanticized Native women and how that is such a problem even to this day, mm-hmm. it, it, it they did it in such a way with, the, with Hollywood and with movies and the pictures back then, it gave the idea of our, our Native women are exotic objects to, be, to obtain rather than a human and respected and that's where the movements of MMIW and all this Mm you know Pocahontas how they over sexualized her Mm -hmm. in the movie and how the common the 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 Halloween costumes and it's like in in my grandma's words you know it's like sadly disgusting Mm
4: -hmm.
3: you know and so that's that's another aspect of it it's like overly sexualized
2: and fetishization and I think people just, you know, like he has said, like, it just stems from, you know, they just, they're uneducated and they don't know. And, you know, even though like the Halloween costumes and, and the things that, um, the things that, um, people wear, you know, is nothing like what actual native people wear, but to to put feathers on your head and to put paint on your face and say that that's your headdress or to say that that's your war paint like that that's really what you know makes it cultural appropriation because you know you don't you don't know you don't know why why native people do put that paint on their face you don't you don't know why why they do wear feathers you don't know the stories behind that you don't know the history behind that and you don't know that that is something that's cultural that is something that's sacred and that's one of the biggest reasons why it's not okay you know it's okay to you know dress up like a clown or like a i don't know like a cowboy because we we all know kind of there's there's not anything I don't know the word that I'm looking for but there's not really a meaning behind that you know and to Native people to see to see people running around you know dress the way that they dress like it's it really is it's it's very racist and it's very disrespectful and it's very degrading um, because you're making making like a mockery of someone's way of life of someone's teachings of someone's you know of someone's people and um it's not okay and for people for actual native people to be telling all these people like no that 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 makes me feel bad like that that gives me bad feelings that's not right you shouldn't be doing that I don't like it and then to have somebody um turn around and say things like no we're honoring you We're we're doing it because we we think that you guys are like really cool or you know i was at one of the redskin protests here in minneapolis before they um tore down the other the the other football stadium that we had before they built this new one and when we were protesting that that's what people were saying that's what all the redskin fans were saying they were like oh no we're honoring you we're we're doing this because you know you guys are really strong and it's like but but Actual Native people are telling you that it's not okay. So, really, you're just, you look very ignorant right now. Because you're not listening to what we're saying. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so, yeah, it's not not okay to do that to to anybody, To I really don't think it's okay to dress up, like, any race or, like, any culture, you know, stick to movie stars and <laughs> stuff like that, you know, like, it's not okay to try to be someone else's culture for a day on Halloween to play dress up.
0: And for people to have their own idea of what honoring someone is, Mm -hmm. if you would actually like to honor somebody, then you've got to listen to how they actually feel honored and not just going to what your idea of honoring is. Mm -hmm.
3: Exactly. Because, like, to dress up like someone another stem of cultural appropriation is... Is, is not only dressing up like them, but taking their culture, like taking like like Carly said, we're talking about the feathers and stuff. And in order to get a feather, it's it, it's like a life. Like whenever we're born, we get one feather. So like everything in our lives, you know, is in a, like an accomplishment is a feather, or an honoring. And behind those are ceremonies that we have, and songs that go with those, and this and that. And so it stems off into that. Like you start to see non natives taking our ceremonies and using them mm-hmm. like our sweat lodges you know our our, our we have all the time you know it, it's like a for some of us it's like a weekly thing mm-hmm. so and then they'll take it and make it out in california they'll make it this like put it in some type of you know uh, what do you call those those weekend things where people go and purify themselves and but you know, and there's proof of it and down in, in, in Arizona back in the mid 2000s where that guy was doing it and he, he killed like 13 people in there because he made it too hot and it was suffocating. You know, they, they did it wrong and it can hurt people. You know, if you don't do these ceremonies right, you know, these ways, it can hurt people. And that was proof of it. And many, many more, you know, I mean, Go to Germany, there's a whole Lakota culture in Germany. They're all Germans. They speak our language, they live in, our, live in tipis, they culture, culturally appropriated our entire way of life and they do it over there. And if you YouTube it, they have powwows, you know, and a, a lot of us just kind of make fun of them, but it's because there's nothing else we can do. They're, they, you, they're the ones that you, you can't reach because they're so dead set on, you know, their way. Yeah. But, so it stems from everything other than just costumes and stuff. It stems off into many, many different areas.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And that's always the constant struggle. You know, it all goes back to, well, we're honoring you. No, you're not. <laughs>
1: Um, And as Halloween is approaching and we're all very much excited for the holiday, what is something you would like everyone to keep in mind?
2: Be smart and be respectful and just be kind you know Um, and respect yourself, carry yourself in a respectful way Um, it's never okay to, to dress up like someone else's religion or to dress up like someone else's you know race across the globe anybody you know it's not okay to ever do that Um, it's not okay to paint your skin to look like another race it's not okay to wear feathers it's not it's not okay to wear any other type of ceremonial anything um whether you think you're having fun or you're not it's not a good thing um and he
3: just he just shouldn't do it, yeah, and just yeah, just be aware of the fact that those people who are dressing up as another culture that's that's another group of people's way of life, that's their culture that's you're mm-hmm. making fun of, even though if you think it's funny and you know, oh, it's Halloween, it's all about fun. Like, well, you can still do plenty of other things. Mm-hmm. Dress up plenty of other ways that are fun and probably a lot funnier mm-hmm. and my thing would be, be original. Yeah. Create your own costumes out of something that's not appropriating someone else's culture.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, and just to be aware of, have fun, but be aware of it.
1: Mm-hmm. You know. Exactly. And be safe. Yeah, and I have a additional question. What are some ways we can appreciate instead of appropriate the culture? Ooh.
2: That's a good one.
3: I think this is one this is one yeah. way.
2: This is a big one.
3: By inviting native people in to talk about their history and talk about they are and
2: mm-hmm.
3: allowing them to share their story and their knowledge and basically just to you know by doing that you're you're already educating yourself in knowledge
4: mm-hmm. of
3: another person of their you know and appreciate and, you know ask questions that's the biggest ask questions mm-hmm. you know and most people will be like oh that's a little inappropriate but maybe be it this way or something, but
4: mm-hmm.
3: don't be afraid to ask questions about native culture in, in, in the ways like, so most of us will, will answer those questions best mm-hmm. we can.
2: Yeah. I feel like that's a really good way, um, you know, to just, yeah, if, if you, which I'm sure you do there's there's native students in this school you know if you ever if you ever like are kind of having like an internal battle like is this is this appropriation or something you know just reach out and just just ask because um you're gonna make that person feel good you're gonna make that person feel validated and like mm-hmm. and like their their point of view is important and like they're being able to share a part of themselves with you and and then, in turn, then then you know now you are also educated. You can spread that to other people, and then you can, not maybe do what you were thinking about doing, um, and avoid that whole situation.
0: <laughs> and as um, you know, Indigenous Month is going to be November, mm-hmm. but um, even though we have a designated day and we have a designated month, I would like to ask everybody to go you know the extra step and take some time to engage with people who are Native and people who are Indigenous, and to also educate yourself on the history behind Columbus Day and all of the you know, horrible things that happened, and to also just you know, go beyond what we are taught in school. So thank you guys so much for joining us today. We loved listening to you guys. Um, I learned a lot. From this
2: conversation and i hope everyone else did as well yeah that was awesome thanks so much for having me
4: yeah thanks for having us